Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. Today, I am going to talk about something that is incredibly near and dear to my heart. You probably know, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, that I get really passionate about some things in relation to weight loss and the whole weight loss industry and dieting and food and all that kind of stuff, right? This is about so much more than weight loss. But listen, if you're like, all right, Corey, forget that. I'm, I'm about to check out of this episode. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because I'm going to explain a principle, and then I'm going to tell you how this principle specifically applies to weight loss. It applies to so much of life, and I think you're going to see that, but it really applies to weight loss as well. And I'm going to tell you how that works. So that's what we're going to get into today. This is something that I wish we all knew and I wish we would all do because it can truly change your life. It can not only change your life, it can have a massive impact and change the lives of the people around you. So are you ready? Let's do it. To get this started, I want to do something that I haven't done in a long time. I want to read some reviews, okay? So that's what we're going to start with. Just two or three reviews. First, because this has a, this has a point. This all ties in together, okay? First one. Corey is an exceptional teacher, extremely knowledgeable, entertaining, and spot on concerning how to live a happy, successful life. Thank you. That's, I didn't even think about that in relation to what I'm sharing, but that means so much. I appreciate that. His lessons not only apply to health and fitness, but to all aspects of life. Listen, and most importantly, apply what he is teaching. I, for one, can speak from experience that it works. At 62 years old, I have steadily gotten healthier and stronger over the past nine months. Applying his lessons. 65 pounds lost so far and as energetic as ever. Thank you, Corey. And they actually signed their name, Brad. So Brad, whoever you are, you're freaking amazing. And oh my gosh, this this review means the world to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Next up, I just stumbled across this podcast and was delightfully surprised by the quality of Corey's information and the gentle, kind delivery of his truth bombs. Each and every episode, the atmosphere is upbeat. Language is family-friendly. As long as you don't mind the occasional freaking, then yes, this is family friendly. I'm always left with a goofy grin on my face and confident that I had gleaned another pearl of wisdom in my fight against insidious weight gain. And this will ultimately lead to lasting success. Lose weight and gain life. A gem of a show and a pleasure to listen to. Bravo. And that was Timid Tank from Australia. Hello, down under. Hello to you in Australia, Timid Tank. And then the last one I'm going to read, this one's fantastic as well. I just found this podcast a month ago, July of 2022. So this one's hot off the presses. I just found this podcast a month ago when searching for weight loss motivation. When I discovered it, the current episode was number 200. So I started from the beginning. And as of right now, I am on episode number 100. I'm sure you're probably getting sick of my voice. I hope not. They go on. A lot of people may say they don't know why they can't lose weight because they're doing everything right from food to exercise. Well, that's not my problem. I know all the crap I eat and the lack of exercise or why I'm overweight. <laughs> no big secret there. I know what foods I should eat and even what exercises I should do. The problem lies with the thoughts in my head and that's why I love this podcast. 
The podcast doesn't just tell you what to eat and what exercises to do. How could it? Everyone's situation is different, so it would be impossible to try to address each one in general to, to try to address each one in a general podcast. Instead, Corey tells it like it is and provides great motivation. Okay, listen, right here. I, I automatically love this person. Chris L80, Chris L80, whoever you are. And for everyone that listens to this podcast, please listen because Chris just summed it up maybe better than I ever could. I'm going to repeat it. The problem lies with the thoughts in my head. And that's why I love this podcast. This podcast doesn't just tell you what to eat and what exercises to do. How could it? Everyone's situation is different, so it would be impossible to try to address each one in a general podcast. Yes, they get it. Amen. Amen. Instead, Corey tells it like it is and provides great motivation. I know if I could just get what's going on in my brain and check that the rest would follow more easily. While I work on that, I will continue to listen to this podcast and maybe... By the time I am on the most current episode, I will be in a better place mentally so I can work on the physical. Chris, I would say you're already in a better place mentally. I salute you. I think you've come a long way. That just There's incredible truth and insight here. So to Chris, to Timid Tank, and to Brad, and to so many of the rest of you that have taken the time to post a wonderful review, it honestly means the world to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you all so much. Now, why did I start with reviews? What do reviews have to do with what I'm sharing today? Well, I just read three really positive reviews. I've also had some people leave one-star reviews and say kind of not very nice things. And honestly, at first, it bothers me. Like, I pour my heart and soul into this. And negative comments and reviews, they aren't they just aren't fun, right? Like, you probably deal with them, too, and in your life, in your line of work. Maybe it's a negative, nasty email. Maybe it's a comment on some work you did. Maybe it's a review of you or your business. They're not fun. And at first, they bother me. But then I'm like, you know, uh, I can't please everyone. And I sincerely hope that person, whoever they are, they find a podcast that they really like and they really benefit from. And then after thinking a little bit more, I'm like, why did they do that? Why did they even take the time to leave a nasty negative one-star review? I mean, this <laughs> think about it. This podcast is free. <laughs> I'm not charging anyone anything. So someone stumbles onto my podcast. They listen to maybe one episode, maybe a half an episode, and they're like, oh, this sucks. This guy's terrible. And then they take the time, they take their time and energy, their precious time and energy to leave a nasty one-star review. I mean, I, like if I charge $50 per episode and I promise that you would lose two pounds for every episode that you listen to, I get it. You know what? Leave that nasty review. But it's free. Like, why would someone do that? And this brings up the very point that I wanted to talk about today. The very, this brings up something that I wish we all knew and that we would all do. It's something that I try really hard to do and I try really hard to live by. And it is the basic concept that you get what you give. You get what you give. This also happens to be one of my favorite songs. I'm a child of the 90s. I grew up in the 90s. There was a, a, a group back then called New Radicals, and they had like maybe one album. If you're a huge New Radicals fan like me, and you love this song, Oh my gosh, definitely give me a shout out on social media or send me a message and be like, yes, I freaking love you, get what you give. Anyways, one of the, the, the names, maybe their most popular song was You Get What You Give. 
And it's been one of my favorite songs since I heard it in 1998. And, and now it's really evolved into much more than that. And the song, the lyrics are great. I love the music, whatever. The song, I don't know if it really encapsulates with the lyrics what I'm going to share with you here, but still, just that title, You Get What You Give, I think it had an impression on me when I was really, really young. So here's the thing. When I talk about this concept of you get what you give, like what you put out is what you get back, some of you may be thinking, but Corey, wait a minute. That sounds like karma. Aren't you a Christian? Like, I thought you were a Christian. Like, you've talked about stuff from the Bible before and this and that and everything. Absolutely. Yes, I'm a Christian. So here's the thing. For those of you that might not know, karma is typically considered a concept or belief from Buddhism and Hinduism. Uh, in the Buddhist and Hindu religions, it's this idea that the force produced by a person's actions in one life influences what happens to them in future lives. Now, if you're Buddhist or Hindu, and I, <laughs> and I didn't describe or explain this perfectly correct, please forgive me, okay? I have very limited knowledge in those religions in that arena, but I do have fairly extensive knowledge in Christianity. And I believe 100% that this idea or concept that we get what we give is all through Scripture. It's all through the Bible. There are numerous examples. So just think, look, maybe you're Hindu, maybe you're Buddhist, maybe you're Christian, maybe you're none of the above, and you really don't care. That's all right. It's perfectly fine. But I just want to point out, based off my faith, a few ways that this pops up in the Bible. There's, there's, it, it's all throughout it, but it's there's a few, a few that I just picked out that to me it's very, very clear. First, in Proverbs 11, 11.25, the generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Wait a minute, what? Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. You get what you give. Next up, Matthew 18, 21, 22, straight from Jesus. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. You get what you give, and you don't get what you don't give. Do not judge, and you won't be judged. And then, of course, I mean, the, the big one, right? The golden rule from Matthew 7. Jesus says this, So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums basically, it, this sums it all up. This sums up the law and the prophets. My friends, look, I don't care what faith you are. It isn't rocket science, folks. However you treat others is likely how you'll be treated. Whatever behaviors, attitude, effort, and energy you put out into the world is what will eventually come back to you. But unlike Hinduism or Buddhism, I, I personally believe it applies in the here and now. It's not just about some future life or the possibility of some future life. It applies here and now. We get what we give. What we put out into the world is what ultimately will come back to us. It's not always exactly tit for tat, and it doesn't necessarily show up instantaneously. And it's not always in a nice, neat little package, but it's just true. At least I believe it is, and I think that if you examine your life, you might see the same. And by the end of today's episode, here's the thing. I'm going to challenge you to put to the test this concept. I'm going to challenge you to put it to the test, and I'm going to challenge you to believe it as well. Now, right here, you may be thinking, okay, Corey, you've, you've wasted 10 minutes of my time. This is all great, but how does this apply to weight loss? It applies in a lot of ways, my friend. Listen, number one, I believe that practicing this will improve your relationship and your energy with yourself. And this is at the heart of true success. 
for weight loss success or any success in life. Often the most amazing benefit you get from living this way is how you feel. And for most of you, let's be honest, even you may not realize it, but the reason you want to lose weight is because you want to feel better. You want to have more energy. You want to be more positive. You want to have more confidence. You want to have more faith that you, you have what it takes. You want to have a better relationship with yourself. You want to feel better in your own skin. And practicing this, believing in and practicing this concept that you get what you give will improve your relationship and your energy with yourself. When you begin making decisions through the lens of others instead of just how you're feeling in that moment and letting your temporary feelings dictate what can majorly impact another human, when you begin doing that, it's life-changing. It's emotion-changing. And over time, (laughs) it changes you from the inside out. So maybe stop, breathe, think. Now, okay, would I want someone else to do that to me? How would I prefer someone else handle this sort of situation if I were on the other side? How would I want someone to treat or respond to my child or my dear sweet mother or or father in this situation? What can I do that would bring something positive and wonderful to this other person's life right now? Guys, it's powerful. But again, you may think, okay, okay, Corey, all that's great. Yeah, I believe in that sort of conduct. I try to do it, whatever. All that's great. But Corey, <laughs> it doesn't help me lose weight. Oh, my dear, you're missing it. The healthier your relationship is with yourself, the better you feel about yourself, the more empowered you will be to take steps and make progress with your physical health rather than just sitting in a big pile of negativity. I'm not happy, so no one else will be happy. I don't like myself, but it hurts too much to say that or acknowledge that. So instead, I'll just spew this hate and negativity outward toward everyone else. We don't think it consciously, but that's exactly what we freaking do. There's that family-friendly language. And then we think that we can make consistent positive changes from that horrible negative place. It's like trying to get clean while sitting in a big, sloppy, nasty pile of muck and mud and sewage. It just doesn't work, guys. So all of that is the first big way that this concept can help you lose weight. Because at the heart of any improvement that you want, lies improving your relationship with yourself. And this will help you do that without doubt. The second way that this will help you lose weight is that we sometimes expect to get something different than what we consistently give. (laughs) We don't want to admit it. We don't want to think it. Sometimes we miss it and we don't see it, but we, we often expect to get something different than what we consistently give. Now, remember I said, this is not necessarily an instantaneous tit for tat sort of thing, but in weight loss, we kind of think it is, right? We, we expect something different than what we consistently give. We eat one salad and then complain because we haven't lost weight. <laughs> we exercise, we get up, we exercise for an hour, eat super healthy all day long, and then wake up the next morning and look in the mirror and we're super disappointed because we still have our love handles or our belly fat or whatever. On Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we eat and drink like it's Thanksgiving, our birthday, and cheat day all rolled up into one big long weekend of debauchery. And then... 
on Monday, we do a 30-minute workout, eat a salad for lunch, and step on the scales at night to see if we've lost weight. And then we complain because it's just not fair. And we don't even think about Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Or maybe that's not even our fault because there was just so many parties and social gatherings. And what am I supposed to do, be a weirdo? It's just not fair. Let me say it again, guys. We sometimes expect to get something different than what we consistently give. But isn't this true in almost all areas of life? We want the good things, whether we give them or not. We might not want to extend grace or forgiveness when someone else screws up, but we certainly want that grace and forgiveness when we screw up. We might want to leave a terrible Google review for a restaurant when our meal was prepared incorrectly and we had to wait five minutes too long. But when our business or work isn't quite up to par, when it's not excellent, oh, we hope and pray that the other person will be understanding and not complain or not leave a negative review. We might be too busy to lend a neighbor a hand when they're in need, but God, we certainly hope they'll take the time and energy to lend us a hand when we're in need. And we get busy and we eat and drink what we want in that moment and we don't carve out time to exercise. But when we're at the doctor's office or when we step on the scales, we hope somehow, some way, we'll get what we don't deserve. Good health and weight loss. Or at least no more weight gain. One more time. Please don't miss it. <laughs> we hope or expect to get what we want not what we deserve. Oh, that deserve word kind of hurts, doesn't it? So let's change it back to the original. We hope or expect to get what we want, not what we consistently give. And this is why one of the big central concepts that we use in my coaching group and that I teach all of my clients is this. You can't go wrong doing right. You may lose weight consistently or it may be inconsistent. You may lose weight faster at times and slower at other times. You may be on fire with motivation or you may just be kind of dragging yourself through the process, trudging on sheer willpower. You may, have, you may feel great certain days with a ton of energy and on other days you may not feel as great. But what I know for a fact is you can't go wrong doing right. And at the heart of that is this concept because you will eventually get what you give. If you put enough positive, healthy, high-quality food into your body and you, you take enough positive steps and you, you ingrain enough positive habits, whether you lost any weight this week or not, it doesn't matter because the weight will come off eventually. It's a beautiful thing. You cannot go wrong doing right. Okay, now next up, the third and final way that this concept will help you lose weight is the simple fact that you get out what you put in. And you may be like, okay, thanks, man, but like that's what you just said. You're just saying it in a different way. No, 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 no. It's a little different because I'm not just talking about making the right choices and getting, you know, giving what we want to get back when it comes to food and nutrition in our body. That's not what I'm talking about. Here I'm talking about the actual time and energy you put into something. I used to, when a new member of would join the coaching group, um, I would send a little handwritten note that would literally say on that note, like with most things in life, you'll get out of it what you put into it. We kind of know this, right? 
And here's the thing. It never fails. I see it again and again with my clients. I see it again and again in the coaching group. Someone might be in the group and they're taking the steps and they're doing all the right things and they're following the process and they're following the steps. And man, two weeks in, three weeks in, they're kind of disappointed because maybe they haven't lost that much weight or maybe their weight loss has stalled, but they're, they're taking all the right steps and they're trying their best to stay positive. They're choosing the best attitude. And I'm almost angry, not angry with them, but I'm almost angry that their body isn't responding more quickly or that it's not doing what it should because they're taking the right steps. But every time this principle plays itself out, they get out what they put in. They keep putting time and energy and effort into the process, taking steps, time and energy and effort into their body. They keep putting it in. And you know what? Eventually, they break through and they get the results they want. It never fails. So here's the thing. Maybe you're totally on board with this whole you get what you give thing, or maybe you're not quite convinced. Either way, I encourage you to try it. And I'm not talking about once. Try it on as a lifestyle for a week or two or three, maybe even an entire month. But just start with a week if that seems overwhelming. Try it on and see how it feels. Because again, that's really one of the best parts is how it makes you feel. And here are a few simple ways to do that, okay? Because you may think, well, okay, what? I don't even know how that applies to me. Here are a few really, really simple ways to do that. The first thing is what I started talking about today are reviews. You could write a wonderful, positive review every chance you get. We just had some people come out and do some work on our home not long ago, and they were fantastic. I mean, were, were, was there a tiny little blip or mistake here or there? Sure, sure, sure. But they were overall wonderful. And I told the guys, like, man, I'm really going to be sure to leave you guys a positive review. And then the craziest thing happened. It slipped my mind and a couple weeks passed. And I never did that. And then it hit me. Holy cow, I haven't. So I jumped, immediately jumped on Google and I left a really great review for that guy and those people and that company. You have no idea how much this typically means to people. Unless you have your own business or your own podcast or your own whatever, you have no idea how much receiving a positive review, a five-star review with some really kind words, how much that means to the person that you're leaving it for. So sure, yeah, hey, I'll take it. Wonderful. If you've not left a review of this podcast, leave a review. Absolutely. I would be honored by that. But it's not about me. This is about you and about creating this habit of believing in and living this concept that you get what you give. So maybe it's not me. Maybe it's someone that did work on your home. Maybe it's maybe it's someone that a mechanic that, you know, repaired your car three months ago and you're like, wow, they did a really, really great job. Maybe it's the salon you go to to, to get your haircut, whatever, whatever. Write a wonderful positive review every chance you get. That's one way you can do this. Next up, choose not to write a nasty review even though you have every right to. Or here's the thing, because I get it. Like I don't want us to all stop writing negative reviews. Some businesses aren't good. Some businesses don't care about their people. I get it. But if you do write a negative review, take at least one, if not two or three days, to let your initial emotions die down and then be very selective in what you say. It should not feel like or read like a personal attack. It should be full of facts, what actually happened or didn't happen. 
and then leave the door open that maybe it was just your experience and you wish the business the best. Like if we take the example earlier that I mentioned earlier in the podcast, you went to a restaurant, it was your first time at the restaurant and your food came out wrong and you had, you felt like you had to wait way too long to be seated or wait too long to get your food. So if you just can't let that go, if after a few days you're like, okay, I've got to write a review about this. First of all, if it were my first time at the restaurant, I probably would let it go and just think, you know what, that's my only experience. I'm going to give it another time or two before I dare write a review. It's just my policy in general. Unless something, unless I feel like a business is intentionally trying to take advantage of people, I'm not going to write a negative review. Or unless I've had consistently, consistently negative experiences. But by that point, I'm just not going to go back to that business. But anyway, let's take that example with the food, right? Maybe your reviewer would read something like this. Unfortunately, we didn't have the best experience at this establishment. My food came out wrong. Um, no one really seemed to care or try to fix the problem, and we had to wait a little too long. This was unfortunate, but we still had a good night overall. Hopefully, it was just... Um, you know, hopefully this isn't the norm for this restaurant. We might give it another try at some time. And uh, we wish this business the best. Wow, that's super informative. It's super helpful for me if I'm reading it from, you know, if I Google this restaurant to see if my wife and I want to go there. It's super helpful for me. And while you shared your experience, you didn't personally attack the restaurant or the person. So that's another way. That's another way that you can live this out. Next up, another another example. Be friendly to someone even if they're not friendly to you. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Look, you never know what someone's been going through or what kind of day that they've had. I'll never forget one time in high school, uh, a girl moved to our high school from some other, uh, some other part of the country, and I, as you, as you might imagine, um, I tended to be fairly friendly to people. Um, so this girl was there, and I was. I was really friendly and tried to welcome her and she was just really kind of nasty and kind of rude to me. And I, I don't know why. And honestly, I don't even remember it all that great, but I guess I just kept being nice to her. I just kept being friendly every time I saw her and I never took it personally and I never, you know, got rude or shut her out or anything like that. Years passed, I don't know, three, four or five years passed. And I ran into her at a mall one day and back when malls were still a big thing, <laughs> but I ran into her at the mall and she came up to me and she was like, hey, you were always really nice to me back in high school. And I just wanted you to know how much that meant. And like, I realized I probably wasn't always the nicest to you, but it was just a really tough time. And it just really meant a lot to me. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. And that was amazing. It was amazing to get that feedback from her. And that was her doing this exact concept, right? She could have thought that and, and seen me and never said it. She chose to come over and say that, even though it might have felt a little awkward or a little hard. It was a blessing to me and something really positive in my life. So next up, let's keep moving through this list. So that was be friendly to someone, even if they're not friendly to you. Next up, leave a really great tip for someone. Maybe you can't, you know, leave some staggering $100, $1,000 tip like some, you know, celebrities do. But maybe instead of just leaving, you know, 10 or 15% or 15 or 20%, maybe you can leave something great like 30%. And maybe even write a little note on the receipt. Thank you so much for a great evening and call the waiter or waitress by name. Call your server by name. Thank you so much for a great evening, Julie. Thank you so much for a great evening, Mike. Whatever. And leave them a really great tip. That may just 
totally make their night. Next up, take 15 minutes and write someone an email or maybe an old school letter. I've been getting into those recently. I just think there's something about holding a piece of paper that someone else held and wrote on. Anyways, whatever. An email, an old school letter, take 15 minutes, write it, and tell someone how much you appreciate them and how much something specific meant to you. Maybe it's someone from your past. Maybe it's someone from just last week, or maybe it's someone from back when you were in high school or when you were in college or when you were growing up. This can be tear-jerking for people. It can be such an injection of positive, wonderful energy and love into someone's life. And you'll get so much out of it too. Okay, next up. Hold the door for other people and smile at them. Look at them and smile at them. This In the South, <laughs> this isn't that uncommon. Maybe in other places it is. Maybe in other places it isn't. But just be friendly. Smile at people and hold the door for them. It's, that's a way of saying, hey, I see you. I, know, I see you there. I'm, I'm acknowledging you. And I'm, I'm putting you before me just in this moment. Please, you go right ahead. Next up, look someone in the eye and genuinely ask how they're doing today. Your server at a restaurant, the person checking you out at the grocery store or Walmart or Target or whatever, the person sitting next to you on the bus, the person standing next to you in line at the post office. It could be anyone. Acknowledge them. Look at them in the eye and say, hey, how's your day going today? And they probably won't go into the details. But it will just be so positive and so encouraging for them, and you'll connect with another human being in a really positive way. Next up, and maybe my favorite, extend forgiveness when someone screws something up. Maybe it's your kids, your spouse, your coworker, or some other friend or family member. Just remember, what would you want if the situation were flipped? And then extend some grace and forgiveness in that situation. And I guarantee within just a short period of time afterwards, you will feel so much better. They will feel so much better. Everything will probably just be better. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I'm wrapping this up. Here's the really, really cool part about this. It's not just an individual thing. This type of behavior, this type of lifestyle has ripple effects. Sure, it positively impacts you and those closest to you, but it also has powerful effects through your community. Because when people are treating each other like this, it makes them more likely to want to treat other people and more people like this. It grows, it spreads, it ripples out. So there are a few thousand people who listen to this podcast. Can you imagine if we all chose to do this and live like this, it would truly make a little dent in the world. It would make a difference in the world, in your personal world and in your community, because it's never, don't miss this, it's never just about you. And it never stops with you either. My friends, you get what you give. I hope you'll take me up on my challenge and choose to give really beautiful, wonderful stuff. And I pray it will be a blessing to you, your family, and your community. Take care, my friends. God bless. Bye-bye.